Okay, good afternoon. So last week uh, we gave a, we spoke about uh, whether a woman is supposed to say Tachnun or not, and I got, I rarely get as much feedback from a Tamil Alachashir as I did from that when people were very passionate about their views on whether women should say Tachnun. Some pointed out that the first version of the article, Women's Sitter, did not include Tachnun, and then others pointed out that later versions do include Tachnun, and uh, with a note that says that you shouldn't say it unless you have a specific uh, Mesorah. So then I came across something else that I didn't know that women don't say, um, or uh, I don't know if women do or don't say, but at least it's a discussion in the Masifta on Sota Daf Chavzayin, in the back of the, of the Gemara, in the Panini Halacha section of the Masifta, there was a discussion about when a woman says Kriyashma, not with a minion, does she say Kel Melech Naaman at the beginning of Kriyashma? So what's that discussion about? So there are three things we need to discuss in order to be able to figure out even uh, how to analyze this. Number one, are women obligated in Kriyashma altogether? Number two, why do we say Kel Melech Naaman if we're saying Kriyashma? And number three, why would or wouldn't women uh, say it? So let's start with the chiv of women in Kriyashma. So are women obligated in Kriyashma? Not really much of a question. The Mishnah Masechus Brachos Tavchafa Medalev says Nashim, Avadim, Uktanim, Pturim Mikriyashma. Right? Very, very straightforward. That women are Pater from Kriyashma. In fact, Shulchanor Chorachayim Simenayin Sif Alev, Nashim, Avadim, Uktanim, Pturin Mikriyashma Mipnei Shehi Mitzvah Sasei Shazman Grama. Of the uh, half a dozen examples that we have of Mitzvah Shazman Grama that women are actually putter from, this is uh, this makes the list according to everybody. It's a Beferisha Mishnah that women are putter. However, the Beis Yosef then writes that Kosov Ba'ohel Moed Nira Da'evet Vi'isha Chayav Meim Be'Kabolos Ha'yichud Ta'inu Pasuk Rishon. That in Chinami women are putter from Kriyashma, but they have to be Me'Kabolomach Shemayim and that's accomplished through saying the first Pasuk of Kriyashma. And that's why the Shulchan then adds V'Nachonhu that the proper thing is to uh, teach women that they should be makabal olmach shemayim. And the Rama adds, what, uh, how do you do that? That they should at least say the first pasuk of Kriyashma. So the Bach understands that the Oel Moed thinks, this Oel Moed that the Beis Yosef is quoting, thinks that women are chayiv me'ikar adin in the first pasuk. But the Beis Yosef isn't sure that we pasuk in that way. So he just says, Nachonhu. However, the Gra disagrees with the Bach. The Gra says, no, even the Oel Moed himself, who the Beis Yosef is quoting, only meant it as a chumrah, as a hanagatova. But me'ikar adin all agree that a woman is part of from every part of Kriyashma, and that seems to be the approach of the Mishabur and Sivkat and Dal, the Archashul, the Levush, the Alter Rebbe, and Shulchan Archarav. So the basis of the Machlokas is really how to read a Gemara. The Gemara asks in Masechus Brachos, Pshita, isn't it obvious that women are Pata from Kriyashma? It's a Mitzvah Seishazman Gramahi. It's a classic example of Mitzvah Seishazman Gramahi. Come and Seishazman Gramahi. Nashim Peturos. So the Gemara answers, Well, Mahu Ditema, Hol Ve'ispe Malchashamayim, I might have thought that since it has Malchus Shemayim, therefore women should be Chayiv, Kamash Malan. Therefore, I'm told, not that way. So what exactly is the Kamash Malan? One possibility is that Kamash Malan, that even though they're obligated in Kabbalah's Omach Shemayim, they don't have to say the entire Kriyashma, just the Kabbalah's Omach Shemayim part. Or the Kamash Malan is that they're not even obligated in Kabbalah's Omach Shemayim on a twice daily basis. Meaning, uh, obviously they have to believe in God, but they don't have to actually do a uh, verbal uh, 
in the form of uh, the first person Kriyashma. So how much of Kriyashma should women say? So Mikra Adin clearly uh, it, nothing, meaning there's no, no obligation. The Mechaber and the Ramah both recommend the first Pasuk, and that's the sheet of the Alter Rebbe Shulcharacharav, of the Levush, of the Mishabura. The Levush says, by the way, the first Pasuk includes Baruch Shem Kvon Machsod Yalam Va'ed, meaning that goes along with the uh, first Pasuk. The Mishabura then quotes a Nachlis Tzvi that the Mechaber really means to say that really a woman should say the entire first Parsha Shema. And the Ramah modifies that and says, no, no, not the first Parsha, just the first Pasuk. There is a Magin Giborim, Magin Elif Sivkat and Gimel, who says that really, Lechadchila, Lechadchila, women should say the entirety of Kriyashma. And I think that's the common practice, that women uh, do say uh, all of Kriyashma. Not that they're obligated to do so, but that they volunteer to do so. Okay, so that's piece number one. Now, why do we say Kel Melech Ne'aman if we're saying Kriyashma B'Yechidus? So it's explicit in Shulchanach. Shulchanach and Simon Samachalif Siv Gimel says that there are 245 words in Kriyashma. So we repeat Hashem Elokech Memes at the end. Uh, the Chazan repeats it in order to be Mashlim to 248, which would correspond to the Ramach Evarim, to the 248 limbs that we have. And the Ramah adds that if you're saying Kriyashma B'Yechidus, so you don't have a Chazan who you're going to hear the last three words repeated from, you should say Kel Melech Neman to be Mashlim. You say Kel Melech Neman at the beginning, so you now have 248 words. Those are your three missing words. Okay, now we have to figure out, well, why wouldn't women be, uh, you know, why wouldn't women do that? Have, uh, granted, they're not going to be obligated because they don't have to say anything really, but what, why wouldn't they have such a Hanhagatova? So the Gemara in Becharostaf Memhei talks about what would qualify as Rov Minyano of a person's Evarim. In the context of Tuma, they're of Binyan and Rov Minyan of a person's body is Metame Ba'ohel. So the Gemara says, Ve'ezehu Rov Minyano, Me'a Ve'esum Chamisha. 245, uh, I'm sorry, 125, I don't know why, 125 is the majority of the minion, of the number of limbs that a person has. Meaning, if they're Ramach Evarim, 124 would be exactly half, so Rove would be 125. The Gemara though, then goes on to say, oh yeah, but uh, the Talmud of Rabbi Yishmael once did an autopsy on an executed zona. It doesn't give us much context beyond that, but they once did an autopsy on an executed zona. The Chesam Sofer writes in the Chuvans, it must have been a non-Jewish zona because you're not really allowed to do an autopsy for curiosity's sake on a uh, Jewish body. Um, and uh, she had, when they did this autopsy, they discovered that she had Masayim v'chamishim u'shnayim evarim that she had 200 and, not 48, 252 Avarim. So Rabbi Shmuel says, yeah, Shema Isha Badakdem, that men have 248 Avarim, but women have 252 Avarim. There are extra parts that uh, that are around the Psichas HaRechem that would make it 252 Avarim that a, that a woman has. So uh, that idea that a woman has a different number of Avarim than a man has plays out in three different Different areas in halacha. First of all, the Magen Avram and Simon Tafrei should have gotten Gimel in Hilchos Yom Kippurim quotes a Maharil that says that women don't light a candle for Yom 
Kippurim because the purpose of the candle is that Ner is Gematria 250, which corresponds to the 248 limbs plus Ruach Uneshama. And women are already have 252 limbs, so it's not gonna it's not gonna add up anyway. So that's my real quote in the Maganavam. Second place where it comes out in the Sefer Kushio Simin Yilches. I do not know what that Sefer is. Maybe someone can help me. But it's quoted in the uh, Penine Alech section of the Masifta. He discusses why the Minig is uh, when one is Mekadesh and Isha, you put the ring on the um, index finger. You would think that if you stick out your hand, so the thumb would be the first one, the first finger that sticks out, or maybe the middle finger is the first finger that sticks out. And ain't Mavir no Mitzvah, so why would you put the ring on the index finger? Universal Jewish practice that you put the ring on the index finger. Some posts can say that if she's a lefty on the left index finger, okay, but but uh, but it's always on the index finger. Universal Jewish practice that we do that. And uh, so one of his many suggestions is that Be'etzpa Elokim is Gematria 252, which corresponds to the number of limbs that a woman has. So, Dafko and Yimakadish and Isha, so you put it on uh, on her etzba because Be'etzba Elokim is a gematria of 252. A third place where it may, it may have an impact on Allah is Misha uh, Berach, which includes the phrase Ramach Evereho Shasa Gideha, or Ramach Evereho Gidim. So, the, in Chuvas Rivos Ephraim, Chel Gimel Simreish, Rav Ephraim Greenblatt, the Colonel of says that he always heard growing up in Yerushalayim that they said Ramach Evereho Shasa Gidim, even when it came to Mishaberich for women. And he writes that many other Tamilicham told him that there are Sidurim that say gideha, because it's not accurate to say Ramach Evarim when talking about a woman. Uh, in Shuvas Ha'elav Shlomo or Chaim Sim Kuvchav, Rav Shlomo Kluger initially dismisses the question because he says the whole Nusach of all of that has no basis in Shah, so you can say whatever you want. But then he suggests that the reason that we say Ramach Evareha is that it starts with Mishaberich Savasenu Avram Yitzchak Yaakov. So since we're starting off, we're talking about Mishberg Zavazan, Avram Yitzchak Yaakov, and they were male, so it makes sense to say Ramach, even though you're being a Misha, you're making a Mishaberach for a woman. So those are the three places where I was able to find that, uh, that there's some discussion about the uh, difference in the number of limbs that a woman has. Now, why would a woman still say Kel Now we made a compelling case not to say Kel Nelech because the whole point of Kel Nelech Naaman is because he's got 245 words of Kriya Shema, you need three more words to get to Ramach, but if a woman, according to the Gemara, is 252, a varim, you're not going to get to Ramach anyway. So uh, the uh, so so there are several uh, suggestions, and and by the way, there are some posts that aren't so thrilled with the Kel Melech Naaman because it's a hefsek between the Berks Kriyashma and the Kriyashma. So you, you do have what to lose by saying it. So uh, if you have nothing to gain and you have everything to lose, so maybe Tafka you shouldn't say it. So there are several suggestions uh, in posts. In the Chuvas Mechzelio Simin Yud Zayinos Beis. Rav Falk writes that Vida Dikshadaita Lahashlam Kala Kriashma Yeshla Lahaskil Mikal Melchnam and Lahashlam Ramach Tevos Afalpish Shanashim Yeshla and Ranab Evarim Ain Chuvas Milchas Luzer Chil Besim Chavchas. So he says that, uh, that that they should still say it, and if you want to know why, you got to look at the Munkach Rabbi's Chuvas. So if you look at the Munkach Rabbi's Chuvas, what he writes over there is that when we say Ramach Evarim, we're not talking about physical uh, limbs, we're talking about uh, the Evari has the Iranpin, we're talking about something else, we're talking about something much more Kabbalistic, and uh, that's uh, it's no gea to women the same way it's no gea to, to men. Similarly, in the Chubas Rivos of Ephraim Chel Gimel Simin Reish, Rav Ephraim writes at the end of the 
tshuva, he quotes her of Zalman Posner, who said, "Hamispar Ramach Shaykh Gam Lemispar Mitzvah Sasei Shebetora Ubekabolo Leivarim Demalka Alkein Ein Muchrach Shenashim Tidalegna Alamilim." He says, since Ramach relates to the Mitzvah Sasei in the Torah and relates to Eivarim Demalka, so women should not uh, skip it either. Interestingly, Rav Fraim writes in that tshuva that he plans on writing a sefer on Kabbalah, and when he does, he's going to elaborate more. I don't know if there was ever a Rivavos Ephraim on Kabbalah, but apparently he had one in the works that, uh, that he never, I don't know if he ever published it. It's also fascinating that when Ephraim quotes the Minchas Elazar, he says, He quotes Minchas Elazar, a great Kanai, and we need that kind of Kanai nowadays. Not, something must have been annoying him. I don't know what, but he said, we really need a Kanai like the Minchas Elazar. Uh, I think Roshachter often says that, uh, that he, he made the, the Minchas Elazar made the uh, Satmar Rebbe look like a Zionist. The uh, the, the Rokeach in Simin uh, in Simin Reish Lamed Hay uh, says that Esther said Mizmor Chaf Beis in Tehillim Alayelas Hashachar because there are 248 words corresponding to her limbs. Ooh, that implies that women also have 248 limbs. So apparently, even though they may have 252 limbs, in a certain sense they also have 248 limbs. That there are 248 primary limbs. So in conclusion, the Rama when he speaks about adding Kelnel Chlamen says Kol Yachid should do so doesn't make a distinction between men and women. So the Pashtus is that when women say Kriyash Rabbi Yechidus, they too should say Kel Melech Ne'aman, Dayan Weiss, and Chubas not Dayan Weiss, I'm sorry, Chubas Siach Yitzchak, also last name Weiss, or Chaim Simul Chavtes discusses the issue at length, and he also seems to conclude that women should say it. So I think women do say Kel Melech Ne'aman. Okay, have a great day.